0: We are back for another Monday morning, and this is another short one. I told you last week that this would be a short one. Uh, You can go at length on this subject. I just don't think we probably need to. The question was, was casting lots as found in the Bible, which is a way of determining things by chance. Casting lots, was that a form of witchcraft? Was it tossing the runes? R-U-N-E-S, you no R-U-N-E-S. Now, there were a lot of ways of determining things by chance or by appealing to the gods to change, the, well, to reveal what they wanted by a game of chance. For example, think of, um, you know, straws and whoever picks the short straw or the long straw, whatever the rule is, uh, or sticking your hand in a bag and whoever brings out the black pebble. You know, if you've been, black uh, blackballed that's what that comes from instead of the white ones that said you were clear you pulled out a black one which meant that upon you be the judgment there were other ways of doing this um, and sometimes you would even just have a stick in the ground and it'd be released in whichever way it fell but to me that one always seems very subject to some human chicanery so I'm not sure how often that was used but there were always these ways the Romans had dice and so did some pre-Roman societies. Others did have a little runic tablets, but we don't really have any examples of ruins being used in the scripture and neither was it witchcraft. Now there's a, a pivotal verse, a verse you really need to know and that's in Proverbs 16:33. it's just two lines. The lot is cast into the lap. That's, they're not literally throwing it into your lap. But what that means is whenever you cast lots, there, um, there is a decision that is made. It may fall on you. So the lot is cast into the lamp, but, it, but its every decision is from the Lord. So this proverb, and pr- remember what proverbs are. Proverbs are not pronouncements from God on high. Proverbs are collections of human wisdom that are usually true, but not always. And so you will find contradictory Proverbs in the book of Proverbs. One saying that you're full if you take too much advice. One saying you're full if you don't take advice. There are, there are a lot of things because sometimes this one's true and sometimes that one's true. So we don't gain, we don't go to Proverbs to get huge theological all time truths. But what does it really say? It says people throw lots, but the decision of how the universe is going to go belongs to God. I don't believe that the verse really says that God's will is revealed in the lot. However, in the casting of lots in scripture, we can see that for most times there was no direct appeal to God at all, that it was merely a business-like way of making decisions. The Roman soldiers at the foot of Jesus's cross didn't wanna divide up his garment into pieces because really, there weren't, of what value would that be? And this this garment would have been sweat, dirt, and blood-stained, but getting cloth anywhere was really, really tough and expensive. And so they cast lots, almost 100% certain these were dice to determine who got the cloth. Remember Jonah, and Jonah's on the ship trying to avoid his appointment with God at Nineveh, so he's gonna get an appointment with a great fish in the sea. But at the time, the Phoenician sailors, they almost certainly were Phoenician. Uh, they, they were trying to figure out, okay, whose God is angry at us that our ship looks like it's going to sink. And they were casting lots about this. And Jonah just steps up and goes, you know, tell me it's me, it's me. Well, again, neither of these, these are reporting, but neither of these are saying God willed that they do this to, re- to figure out what his will was. That's not there. Remember that reporting something in scripture is not the same thing as endorsing, such as Jephthah and his idiotic promise. That's a report, but there's nothing in there that indicates God endorsed Jephthah's promise or the horror of him carrying it out, all right? How about others? Um, you've got 1 Chronicles, uh, Chronicles 24, I've had that used by people before to say, see, see, they did say that this was from God. Actually read 1 Chronicles 24, I dare you, because most of it's a list with names that we, you and I would struggle trying to pronounce correctly. They, What they did is they were, divide, David was dividing up the priestly families for duties, but one of the priestly families had too few people to handle all their duties. And one of the priestly families had way too many people for their duties. So he used lots and he had them to have, you know, basically roll of the dice, but more likely short straws, pebbles, that sort of thing. Uh, even betting on which way a, a startled bird would fly. You know, these were all different ways of doing lots. And that was just to allocate the jobs fairly. And again, nowhere from on high do we get this big rock with a commandment on it from God. This was just the way you did things. We see it again in Joshua 18 and verse 10, dividing the people for the different jobs and where they're going to be. You just, you. this is a common way of doing it. You didn't have court systems. You didn't have social media to get a big fan behind you and get a fan base behind you. This is how you divided things. Um, in Nehemiah chapter 10 and verse 34, one of the hard jobs, was to bring enough wood to supply the altar for the burnt sacrifices. And so the tribes were allocated when they were to bring the the wood, when it was their turn, by lot, by casting this. And again, it was considered a randomized way to assign jobs without any preferential treatment given to the popular or the powerful. It actually, was a good system. I mean, if if it worked for you, it was a great system. If it didn't, it was a bum system. But because of the way lots are done, if they are done fairly, then uh, you have as much chance as anybody else for a good result. Levit- Leviticus chapter, <coughs> sorry, 16 and verse eight is the closest example I can see to finding something which God may have told them to do. Uh, that is where you got two goats and one goat was driven off into the wilderness uh, as a sign. You know, they, they took upon them the sins of the people. This was all allegory and ritual uh, and metaphysical, all right? But it was to remind people of the sins and, and the horrible consequence of sin. So one goat was sent off into the desert to die alone or be attacked by whatever beasties were out there, while the other goat was to be slaughtered for the people's sins. And it's really hard to know which goat was a winner in this scenario. I'm assuming the live goat would be, but you can die in very low, long, slow, horrible ways out in nature, so who knows? But that was the way they determined which goat was which. They drew lots. The goats did not draw lots, because, you know, no opposable thumbs. Um, Acts chapter one fascinates me, and that's about where we're gonna end up today. In Acts chapter one, starting at verse 21, for reasons we cannot really figure out and I know people have guesses. The apostles decided that the number 12, which is an important number to Jews, like 47, three, three, they have numbers that are very important to them. The number 12 was now compromised because Judas Iscariot was dead, dead by his own hand, after um, just being, becoming appalled at himself for what he had done to Jesus, that they needed another buddy. They needed another apostle. And so they cast lots and picked Matthias. I would submit to you, that's a really lousy way to pick an apostle or any church leader. You know, we've had 52 resumes, we're just gonna stir this up in here and we're gonna get, you know, Aunt Millie over here to come in and stick her hand in and I'm gonna suggest that's not the way to do it. And you know what's really interesting? There's no indication God approved of this and we never hear from Matthias. There are some legends about how he died, but no history. It's as if God was going, no, no, that's not necessary. So reporting it even then was not an endorsement. Later on, God would get his other apostles and there seems to have been more than just Paul brought in. I I do believe that the phrasing, which is debatable, I'm gonna give you that, in Romans 16, indicates that Junia was an apostle, a female apostle, And again, you don't have to agree with me. The point I'm trying to make is God never indicated that 12 was the solid number that he needed at all times, but they just assumed. And we see no sign of that being blessed. And I believe that that's about the only versions uh, or the examples we have of casting lots. The questioner that sent this in, which is one of of my favorite questioners, uh, she said, was this a form of witchcraft? No. No, there was no spells. There were no incantations. At times, there would be a formal prayer to God, but we don't actually see that here. Uh, We don't see much evidence of that here. So um, just be aware that there was nothing magical about the, the casting lots. There were no runic stones. There was no wizardry involved. There was no witchcraft involved. It was a randomizer way, a fair way to allocate jobs, territory, and positions, assuming that the group were equally capable of performing the job. Somebody has to get it and the others not. And so this is the way they did things back then. Wouldn't pass an HR department today in any uh, medium to large corporation, and yeah, that's probably a good thing. But. That was a different world back then. This is what they had. And I really can't think of much fairer way because if you don't do that, anything else you do is probably going to be very biased by popularity, power, relationship, nepotism, and the like. So that's what the Bible says about casting lots. It doesn't really have much to do with what we do today, but hey, if you're playing a game and you gotta roll a dice to figure out what's to do, you're not sinning, you're randomizing. And we live in a universe, which is quite comfortable with that. So go ahead and enjoy that game of monopoly you started four years ago. They never end. See you next week.